This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey folks, welcome into the July 8th edition of the Pixie Dust podcast. We've expanded our conversation to have three people in it, and this might be the first time that it's happened. We've got Tony Colombo in here along with Erica Murphy and myself. Tony, thank you for joining us tonight. It's good to have you here. Oh, I love being here. I love talking about Disney. Isn't it better? <laughs> is it? I mean, isn't it to like you need to talk about something other than what's going on in the world? And this is yes, this is what there is to discuss. This so, is a break from the craziness, and I look forward to it. <laughs> well, Erica, I want there's some big news that took place today, and I want to give you an opportunity to kind of lay the the ground uh, for what is what's new. What can people do? What can people do? Let us know. Yeah, so it's it's a big, big, big day. Um, they started the phase reopening. They welcomed the cast members back uh, over the last couple days, yesterday and today. And it's been really great to kind of see the behind the scenes video of of the cast members being welcomed back and just how much joy there is just being back to the magic. So we all know the phase re reopening is starting this weekend uh, where people are, are being welcomed back into the park with current reservations. But the big news that came out today is the reservations for 2020 are opening back up tomorrow morning. So if you have thought about um, if you had a, a, a spring trip planned and had to get rescheduled because of everything and, and wasn't able to get on the books as of tomorrow, we are able to book new 2020 reservations. So it's, it's big news. We, they released about the food and wine festival being extended, which is a huge, huge thing. Um, so if you want to go see that, if you want to be a part of this Disney history of, of everything that's going on uh, tomorrow, you can book a 2020 package. So when you say 2020 package, you mean you can book a, a room in 2020 and you can buy tickets in 2020, which is a huge distinction as of up until now, there are people who actually had t stays booked, but they had not purchased their tickets yet. And they were going, ah, what am I going to do if I, if I go there and you need to have a ticket in order to get a park reservation, which is a new thing. How do I reconcile this? That's a big development that, that tickets are going to be able to be purchased. Yeah. And we talked about in the last podcast about the new park pass reservation system that just came out too. So now in addition to ticket sales, you also need a park reservation to whatever park you're going to visit on what day. Uh, and we went over that last one. So if you, if you missed, um, if you missed last 
podcast, go back and see, we did a little video on it. But uh, the good thing is, is that we have a way to see availability before you book tickets. So you're not just going to book a package and then go in for your park passes and everything's sold out. So we have, we can look at if you're looking mm-hmm. for November 1st through 6th, and then we look at the park pass system and everything is booked up. You can alter your dates before you buy the package. That's a big deal. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to. You don't want to end up going to Disney World and finding out you can only go to, uh, not to pick on Animal Kingdom at all, but Animal Kingdom every day, and you're never going to get to go into Hollywood Studios, which is the smallest capacity, uh, from what I understand of the parks, and probably the most sought after. Um, so one of the things you said there, I want to touch on. It's going to be kind of the center of this conversation today because so much of the Disney realm that I am soaking in, which is Facebook groups and everything, it's been kind of negative. It's been kind of down in the dumps, but everything is kind of that way. I think it's the the effect of, of this virus that has lasted so long. Um, I have booked my trip with, with you. My parents are, are booking their trip with you, and uh, Tony has two trips. As far as I know, we didn't pregame this. Tony has two trips booked this year with Erica. Tony, are those still, as of July 8th, are those still on? As of July 8th, those are still on. <laughs> I will say that we are keeping a very close eye on things like this podcast and other YouTube or just news outlets that um, cover Disney stuff and really going to be watching the Fry family and and their upcoming trip to see (laughs) what it's like because our first of two um, is scheduled – at the end of August, uh, last day of August, very beginning of September. So that one is the one that could, you know, could suffer the consequences of, of this if, if the reports uh, of the reopening aren't uh, aren't positive. Then we're the the next one isn't isn't scheduled until uh, almost Christmas, uh, middle of December. So lots will change. Hopefully by then, I, 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 none of us are really worried about that one. But we are keeping a close eye on the one here at the end of the summer and hope that um, everything goes as smoothly as mm-hmm. it looks like it's going to go. And I would have a lot of confidence in Disney to. Um, you know, to make it a really positive experience, as we've talked about many times here. Um, there, there may be some limitations, but I would guess that they're going to go above and beyond and do everything they can to ensure mm-hmm. that guests have a great time. So um, hopefully that's the case. And we'll be going twice in 2020. So <laughs> I have to say, uh, so my trip, as Tony pointed out there, my trip starts at the end of July, about nine days after all the parks are open. And I, you know, I, I have been watching every news alert that comes out and seeing, cause I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for them to drop the hammer. I'm, you know, watching <laughs> what's going on in Florida. And we say to my kids, you know, 17 days until we go to Disney, if they're open, there's, mm-hmm. there's nothing out there right now that is suggesting that they aren't going to open other than nobody would have thought that they would have closed to begin with. And I am prepping my children for the letdown that we would all feel uh, in the event that something like that would happen. I I don't actually believe that's going to be the case. Uh, How long did we know or how much heads up do you remember getting when they closed in March or whatever it was at the beginning of this? Did it it come out of nowhere or did we know for a while or I can't remember? I have 
it, it, I have very good friends who it was like that day and the next day they were leaving first thing in the morning on an airplane and they closed. <laughs> like that is wow. sucker yeah. punch. Type it was of like yeah, a three day. They gave them like a three day minute. lead. So if you were going, leaving the next day and they were going to be closed three days, I mean, it, it, it was very, very quick. Same thing with, um, and actually uh, Disneyland closed before Disney World that came out. So we were all kind of on the edge of our seats, just waiting for that to, that news to come out. Um, yeah. and, and, and my husband and I have gone back and forth about this, that, you know, he's like, he's the glass half empty guy and I'm the glass half full girl. So, um, you know, he's like, he doesn't know, he's not confident that Disney's going to stay open with everything that's going on. And my thought on it is that, they just brought back the cast members this week. So I was kind of on the edge of my seat with everybody else being like, oh gosh, are they really going to open? Are they really going to do this because of, of everything that's been kind of going on? But, you know, I can't imagine that they would have brought everybody back. And the the videos I've been watching have been so promising. Disney, above anything else, it's, it's, a, scary, it's a scary world out there. I'm not going to say that it's not, but if there's any place in the world that I'd want to be right now, it's Disney. The precautions that they have taken, just watching, you know, some of these videos with the, not just social distancing and the masks, we know about all of that, but they've put uh, plexiglass partitioners in between the queues so that even when you're, you're walking, you know, cause the queues kind of wind in and out. So you're not even doing that. The buses now have partitions and everybody's waiting by numbers. So they have, they took a little bit longer reopening. And I think that's because they, Disney is going to do it right. They're going to not cut any corners. They're not going to skip out on anything and rush being open. They're going to make sure that if they open, it's going to be the safest, most magical trip that it could possibly be. And even though it was just the cast members that came back, <clears throat> they were showing, they had the, <coughs> excuse me, I, a tickle, not Corona. I was going to say, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. hey. now it's like, you know, you have a tickle in your throat. And you're Don't like, give oh, them any <laughs> reason to close. <laughs> You know, we're going to blame you, Erica. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know but what, Erica? You're... The, and I'm going to. Oh, Go I was going to say to your point, knowing how many people there are that are employed by Disney World. And when you say they brought their cast members back, this isn't like um, a place like a Six Flags or any other regular business that's like, hey, let's all come back to work. And then if it doesn't, and if it doesn't, if it's not right after a couple weeks or a week, we'll just send everybody back. Not only mm -hmm. do the people that visit Disney World come from all over the country and all over the world, the people that work at Disney World come from all over the country. So a lot of people are coming back to Florida to go back to work. And I agree with you. It's a big step and a big sign that they are committed to reopening because- yeah. It's, it's not like any, any other business or organization or theme park that, you know, if it doesn't work, we'll just close it up and send everybody back home. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot involved with yeah. stopping the machine and starting the machine. And the fact that they've engaged and they're starting the machine is a big sign. And I think it would be very difficult for them to shut down again. So that's good yeah. for us. Uh, so I want to reiterate something that we kind of discussed here at the beginning. We've got some more people joining us. If you download this podcast at radio.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from, um, I want to reiterate that the announcement came out today that you can now book 2020 trips. So you can tomorrow. Uh, start. Yeah, starting tomorrow. So I'm just assuming that the majority of people listening to this. <laughs> as of, live right well, now. Yeah, as of July 9th. <laughs> 
that will be the case Thursday, July 9th. And you can contact Erica at Erica at magic expeditions.com or the pixie dust podcast, Facebook page. You can just message the page right there. And Erica will discuss with you what your options are. She's done that with many listeners to the podcast already. And, and uh, I've gotten all rave reviews from people, including Tony and myself who have used her as our travel agent <laughs> and will every time. Yes, oh, for sure. So, but what I wanted to really focus on today, now that we know that these trips can be booked, we know that there's a limited capacity. We know that you don't get to park hop. You can't go to Magic Kingdom in the morning and Hollywood Studios in the evening. We know that there isn't going to be a happily ever after, which is the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom um, for now until when they decide. So from, hmm. for the time being, that's the case. Uh, Fantasmic at, at Hollywood Studios, my favorite. That's a big uh, sad face for me. Won't be won't be happening. Um, so they, they've pulled back on a lot of these. The Epcot show, the Rivers of Light at uh, Animal Kingdom won't be taking place. But there are a lot of things, in my opinion, that if you are somebody who is looking to take a Disney World vacation, you love Disney, and you're sick and tired of being at home, I think that in its own right, right now might present you a chance of a lifetime to go mm -hmm. visit Disney World. And that's kind of what I'm looking forward to in July. I am. They've eliminated fast passes. You might be watching this podcast for the first time ago. I don't even know what a fast pass is. Well, it's a it's a like an appointment for a ride, and there are two separate lines. There's the standby queue and the fast pass queue, and you have to book those fast passes 60 days before you even show up uh, to your trip if you're staying on property. 30 days if you were staying off property. Um, it just requires so much more planning. That's not going to be the case going forward. You need to do two things. You need to find out where you're going to sleep and you need to find out what park you're going to go to when you get up in the morning or whenever you venture out into it. And then after that, I think we're going to be dealing with some extremely minimal crowds. And I think that the way we're going to be able to maneuver through the parks, I, I, I really think that this present, presents the opportunity to have an what I would call a relaxing Disney World yeah. vacation, which what is, do we I know love that every number? ounce of it, but it's, it's not relaxing. No, they won't publish that. They'll never publish what, it. Like what the percentage but is that they're going to allow in or anything like that. No. So Shanghai, we don't know actual. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Uh -huh, Shanghai ahead. was operating at 25% and they, were, they said they were going to be operating significantly lower. So I would have to, I, I said I wouldn't speculate, but I would speculate that it's below 25% because that's what Shanghai released. That's incredible. I mean, that that's incredible. Like, and and I don't imagine? like to give up anything. I don't like to give up any part of my Disney experience. Like but the crowds. Not seeing fireworks is a, is a, I, I hate that. I, you know, fireworks is such a big part of it. Yeah. And some of the different shows and parades and things like that are such a big part of it. But the idea of a Disney world trip with less than 25% of the people there is mm -hmm. a dream come true that I'm willing to probably uh, sacrifice some of those other things. And yeah. you know what? Disney people, the hardcore Disney people will understand this more than anyone. Like there are, this is how weird hardcore Disney people are. And this is, and I'm one of them. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not throwing stones. I, we I, I'm, all not cast, I'm not casting aspersions. <laughs> um, it's like a badge of honor to do, to, to be there or experience times uh, that are very unique that nobody else gets to. Like it's a, it's, it's 
something that you you want a ride to break down while you're on it so you can be walked out through it and see what it looks like up close and as you're going through and it's like an experience that disney people love uh, the whole crane castle thing like oh i was there when i and i got to take a picture with the crane that was working on the castle that they bring in um you know whenever they're renovating the castle so this is like one of those badge of honor once in a lifetime moments like i was there the year that there was only 25% when the crowds were so low, like this is like a, a major check Mark uh, Disney merit badge for the super geeks that can say <laughs> that they got to experience this one and only time that there was, you know, 20% of the people in the parks. So mm -hmm. like there's, there's a lot of positive ways that's not just spinning it in a positive way. Like there's some legitimately very um, beneficial and, and positive things to experiencing Disney in this condition. Yeah. I, com I completely agree. I want to get to this comment here real quick. It's from Travis who's watching on the Annie Fry YouTube page. Travis says went years ago and had so much anxiety after it was over, needed a vacation from the vacation. Uh, I can see that. That's why you need Erica. <laughs> That's why you need Erica. You need to use Erica. And yeah. maybe this is the time to go because it's going to be a slower pace. You are going yeah. to be forced into something that is slower. And it's like I've said for the last, I don't know, month of episodes that we've done. When you go to Disney, I feel like you are maximum going to do like 25 to 30%. If you work really hard of what Disney yeah. has to offer, Disney is paring down what your options are. You're and that's still if you go for a week. Yeah, you're, gonna you're get still to not going to be able for fifteen or twenty percent. You're still not going to be able to do it all. So yeah. I, I think it's a fair trade off. Erica, did you have something you wanted to say? Yeah, I think that um, one of the biggest things that I've I've heard uh, as kind of a bummer is that people are saying that you know there's no fireworks and there's no parades, which is definitely a bummer. And when uh, when I said they brought the cast members back, they did kind of a, a preview for the cast members to where they could ride the rides and they could kind of really experience what the park's going to look like when they open for guests. So I've been watching some of those videos, and you know the character meet and greets are a little bit different, but some of the videos I was watching, the characters are still in the park. You're not going to go to Disney and not see Mickey Mouse. He's going to be there greeting you. They still had, and I'm going to butcher this. Um, what are they called? Caval Cavalcades? Cavalcade. Caval Caval Cavalcade. Yeah. Spirit jersey. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wore my, uh, wait, time out. Tony Colombo, <laughs> last time we did an episode of this, mm -hmm. I wore my 1980s throwback Cardinals jersey. Uh -huh. She's like, Annie, I love your spirit jersey. I'm like, this is a baseball jersey. This is not. A She's like, well, you have spirit for your team. I'm like, this is the Disney nerdery that you will get on the Pixie Dust podcast. And I'm wearing my yeah. Cardinal spirit jersey. I've never yeah. even heard of that. The spirit, a spirit jersey? jersey? A spirit jersey? No. Oh, oh boy. Stand by. <laughs> Stand by. I will show you one shortly. Uh, but so we, we've, had... got, we've got, we've got, we have set the spectrum of nerdery in here. Tony, who's never heard of a spirit jersey, mm -hmm. and Erica, who thinks anything that Everything. is like supportive of anything is a spirit jersey. Good. I'm going to find you one. I'm going to show you right now. Hold on. All right. I can't wait. I can't so, wait. So camera's on I, you, Erica, while she changes. I, Go. I see that. So we're going to talk about the ca cavalcades. 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 
So they were still having the characters parade through the park. Yeah. So you would see there was a video of Merida going by on this yes. beautiful giant Clydesdale. And, you know, the trolley was going down Main Street and it had, you know, Piglet and Tigger and Winnie the Pooh. And Tinkerbell was coming by on a, on her giant um, chest. And, and, and so you're still seeing these little Treasure mini parades. Chest. Treasure chest, yes. And I, I kind of almost prefer that because when you you know don't get me wrong i love the festival of fantasy it's my it's one of my favorite parades that it's no old school we've which we talked about spectra magic will still always be my favorite but i mean when you see these parades there's so many crowd like the crowds are huge you're elbow to elbow with people you can't really see anything it's hot so you know kind of just having these little sparks of magic throughout the day Disney is not going to let you miss out on anything. So even though the parades and fireworks and uh, character meetings have, have kind of taken a pause, Disney is not going to let you feel like you've missed out on any of these things. So you're still going to get a glimpse of the characters. You're still going to get to see these little pieces of magic. And I mean, I'm sorry if I was walking down main street and saw Merida on a giant Clydesdale, I would much rather do that than see her on a float. So um, I'm really excited. Spirit jersey. <laughs> it's just it's a sweatshirt. It is a sweatshirt. It's a specific style of sweatshirt. They're like oversized. Oh, but they're all this. They're all this uh, style. Okay. See, all right. Spirit jersey. I highly yeah. recommend them. Super comfy. I've seen a few uh, for men, but ladies, your daughters, your teenage daughter would love one. I'm sure you should get her one. There you go. In North County, we call those sweatshirts. <laughs> North County, St. Louis. So, <laughs> so um, I want to ask about uh, how many of you have watched any of the YouTube videos? You're kind of commenting about them, Erica. Tony, have you seen any of the stuff coming out? Because there have been cast previews of mm -hmm. the parks that have allowed cast members before they open up, which I believe tomorrow is the annual pass holder preview. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, so... I've been watching it. I saw that the stretch room for Haunted Mansion, you just walk through it. It no longer stretches. And some people are like, it's not an elevator. Well, no, it's not an elevator. From But from what I understand, the one in Disneyland is. Is that, is, is that I, I had not known, I heard that before. But Tony, did you guys do Haunted Mansion when you were there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the staples. Yeah, that I think the stretch room being removed. It's like there are some people who are like, that just takes all the magic out of the ride for me. I wouldn't do it. And I'm like, really? Oh, you cut out there easy? for a second. I you cut out there for a second on my end. I didn't hear you say that. So they 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 are eliminating the stretch room, I guess, because you walk you through st it. Stand just... so closely. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 They say I the same thing with flight of passage too. The flight of passage, you don't you're just walking through. Hey, they can do anything room. they want to flight of passage because this you, guy's not going on it. So you're such you a guys, you two are the wimpiest you got that right. Disney wimps. You do go. You do stay for the second flight of passage pre the uh, pre show. So th there's one where they. It's just a holding room and. But again, show. again, if there's only 25, 20 percent of people there, then those those rooms. I mean, the stretch room and the haunted mansion is part of the ride, right? Uh, it's part of the experience. Yeah, so that's story. a little bit different. Mm -hmm. A little bit different, but a lot of those types of things are set up as a way to kill time while you're waiting in line. And if you're, which is great because it's, it, it helps. It certainly helps the line go by faster and gives you something to do um, and occupy your, your time and your mind and your kids while you're standing in line. 
But if you're not standing in long, you don't need those things. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, if you're just going to go through it quickly anyway, then they're not as in, they're not as important. Erica, so, what do you can you talk a little bit about the um, the restaurants? I was pretty impressed with the amount of restaurants that are going to be open. I know a lot of menus have shrunk and I look at each one and I feel like I'm like bobbing and weaving through a minefield of Oh no, Liberty Tree Tavern, please don't tell me they're taking away the the Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, nope, they've took away they've taken away most everything else, but not that. So excited for that. But I, of all of the restaurants that aren't going to be open, uh, the character dining experiences are not going to exist except for Topolino's for breakfast and for Garden Grill apparently is still going to to exist as a a dining character dining experience that'll be modified. But a lot of a lot of Epcot is going to be open. You know, the Magic Kingdom restaurants, the Hollywood Studio restaurants, for the most part, are going to be open. Animal Kingdom as well, and it's it is different for me to look at these restaurants and menus not in a in a credit capacity because I'm used to using the dining plan. Yeah, uh, it's got to like completely reconsider what how we're going to go about doing this. But what was your reaction, Erica, to? the lists that kept coming out of this is going to be open and that's going to be open and this is going to be closed. Yeah. Um, you know, of course there's, there's always the kind of tug at the hearts where the biggest impact for me was uh, be our guest because I loved that cheat of having the quick service lunch or breakfast because I just love eating in the castle. Um, so that is now a prefix menu. It's moved to the three course like it, it has for dinner um, and as a signature dining. So that that quick service aspect of it was taken away. But like I said, I think that Disney's doing a really good job of keeping the magic alive. So a lot of your favorites are still going to be there, even though it's going to look just slightly different. I have heard even before all of this about uh, Topolino's Terrace, their breakfast, their character breakfast. I know we joked about this before because I was excited to see them in their um, artist costumes outfits. and outfits. And um, I've, I've heard really, really great things about that breakfast. So I'm really excited that that's still on there. When I'm um, paying in credits, I'll care more about their outfits. When I'm paying in dollars, <laughs> I don't care so much about their outfits. <laughs> that's just me. Uh, I, I'm really excited to see uh, Poet Mini. So um, with with all of those things, I think that I'm really excited about, about the level of um, normalcy and things that they're trying to to keep in pace. And then not only that, but with uh, Epcot Food and Wine. I mean, that's going to be a huge game changer. The fact that it's extended uh, all of the, if you've ever been to the Food and Wine Festival um, or really any festival at Epcot, they have the, the restaurants that will be open, but they also have little Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Is everything you okay? okay? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on up there i don't know i'm downstairs in my house and apparently maybe whatever's going on above me is maybe it's best that way if it was loud enough to get through the microphone i mean imagine how loud it was here <laughs> i had to check and make sure they didn't come through the ceiling see little feet dangling this is what happens when you have uh we all have little ones right a now. A little house with a lot of kids. So yeah. <laughs> it's like a shoe. Have some. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm really excited that they that those are still open. And uh the food and wine festival, if you've ever been, the restaurants are open in Epcot in each pavilion, but then they also have tents that they put out more kind of in the walkway that gives you more of a sampling menu. So you don't have to have the full dinner, you can kind of graze and try the different uh, cuisine from the different pavilions, which is 
Um, it, it's my hands down favorite time to go. So I'm really, really excited that they extended that and, and given people more of an opportunity um, to try those different things too. The food and wine is, is very, very cool. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Cause that was in no way, shape or form intended in our July trip that we were going to get to yeah. enjoy that, but we will now. So I'm pretty, pretty thrilled about it. Um, I want to also comment a little bit on the rides that are going to be open. There mm. are very few, exp I mean, I don't know that there's other than if you want to consider the nighttime spectacular shows as an attraction, there's very few things that are left off the ride experience for people who are visiting and everything is standby. And so I really do like the idea of I can ride anything I want at Disney if I'm willing mm -hmm. to stand in a line and participate in whatever that line is. If it's going to be 45 minutes or yesterday I saw at the cast previews, which I think the cast previews are going to be much smaller than uh, than a lot of the other um previews that that they have when they allow all the annual pass holders in and then of course when they let the general public come in but it is flight of passage was a five minute wait that's mm -hmm. insane like the flight of passage is, is notoriously the longest wait at disney world mm -hmm. uh rise of the resistance that hasn't opened which is the brand new amazing ride it is unbelievable in hollywood studios my husband and i got to ride on that in february that is going to be a standby line. And from what I understand, they're going to board. You're still going to go through all the pre-shows, uh, Rise of the Resistance, but they're going to do it like per party, which is kind of interesting. Like, so, so I have a group of seven going, so my seven will go in. And I, you know, if there, what if there's one person? Cause people will go through as a single. Yeah. Do they just go in and like, I'm going to save the world myself. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure, but <laughs> Tony, what's, what's the biggest, freaking cool. what's, <laughs> yeah it's tony's dream nobody else there um <laughs> what's what are what's the factors um you know you said you're waiting to see how my family enjoys our trip here in july what like what's up what's what's on your radar for oh gosh we have to be there or nope yeah. that's it not happening yeah that the things that we're sort of hashing out right now like the the overall effect on your uh, on your experience once you're there, like uh, does not being able to not no parades and no fireworks. And it sounds like the lines are going to be really short, but no, you know, we're not going to know that until we see it till it's happening. So are the lines really is, are they going to be, you know, uh, are they going to be cut in half because that's not great. That's better, but not great. But is it going to no be like passes? Right. Oh, exactly. Or is it going to be like what you just said, where it could be, you know, just a matter of, of a few minutes for some of the biggest rides. So just seeing how the overall experience actually flows once um, it opens back up is, you know, going to be what determines, you know, what we do or, or not. It, it definitely, I'm kind of a optimistic person when it comes to this and I have a lot of confidence in Disney and uh, their dedication to providing um, a, a magical experience um, no matter what. So I think that they're going to be, I think that they're going to pull it off and I think it's going to be great for everybody that goes, but you know, we want to make sure, you know, it, it's a lot, it's still a lot of money. It's still a lot of time. There's still a lot that goes into it and I'm willing to give up some, especially if I'm getting some in return, but I'm not willing to give up 
a whole bunch, you know, mm-hmm. I, it, it, so that's, that's kind of what we're looking for. I, I did want to ask a quick question if I could. Yeah. Um, we announced at the beginning of this podcast that um, 2020 reservations are opening back up uh, starting tomorrow, which is July 9th. Um, do we, do you have, do, do either of you have an idea on how many availabilities there still are in 2020? Because I know how far in advance we book and you book and everybody I know that has ever gone to Disney books and thinking that if everybody's still, if most people are still holding on to their reservations for times that the parks haven't closed, uh, I'm almost surprised that if they're going to go down to 25%, I'm almost surprised that that's not already full with the people that are still like me holding on to our spots that were available. Do you have any, for anybody who may be listening and thinking this, yeah, yeah, that, I just want to know because there could be somebody listening to us that's like, oh, I want to take advantage of these short lines and book a trip in 2020. Mm-hmm. Do they need to do that like immediately because there's not very many spots or, you know, it, it, do, do you have any sort of idea on that? Eric, I'm that- interested in what you have to say on this, but I do have a theory that a lot that Disney has worked and I've talked to both of you about this. I think Disney has put out every ounce of, you know, air quotes, bad news that they could put out because they wanted people to cancel. The more yeah. people that cancel, the more they could. Co- it's much better to invite people to make reservations back in than it yeah. is to have to purge. Like, I don't even know how you choose. You pick and choose who's going to get to come and who isn't. So I have a feeling that there are quite a bit of people who can. And they haven't done that, right? They haven't. If you've had a, a, a reservation, as far as everybody here knows, if you have a reservation for when it opens back up, you're good to go right there's not like oh we're over capacity so you didn't make the cut no and i've even had people so the we know that the uh resorts are doing a phased opening as well so when the resorts open not every single resort is open when the parks open up so i've had people that were staying that had a, a reservation already booked at a resort that's not going to be open and we contacted disney and they actually got either a lateral or in one case, I got a really, really good upgrade for them uh, because the resort that they were booked at was, was completely booked. So I'm sorry, not booked. It was uh, closed. So um, because I think it's Coronado is not opening up until like October and NBA. If speculation is because of NBA, uh, I know sports spare Jersey, um, but I just jumped on to our travel agency site right now. You know, it's Disney folks. I do not do not know NBA. My husband was telling me about, you know, some of the things that they were doing. And I was like, I I could see this person. I would probably notice that they were very tall and be like, oh, maybe, maybe they play basketball. But I have, you should play basketball. No no idea. Uh, So I'm looking at the availability calendar on our uh, agent site right now that shows the Disney Park Pass availability. Like I mentioned earlier, that we can look and see what the availability is. And it goes off of yellow is if there's some parks available and green is all parks available. You're probably not going to be able to see this. Um, So, the first week that they open, July 11th, 12th, 13th, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom are open. Uh, Disney Hollywood Studio is booked that whole week of the July 13th. But then we go over to July 20th, and it still has availability on every single park. So then I go over to August. August has all green, all availability. September, October, November, December, all green for the park pass. So while we don't know how many people 
our current, how many they're letting in or how many, how close this is. I mean, it could be green and there's 10 reservations left, but as of right now, every single park is open through the rest of 2020. So um, probably not a good idea to wait though. If you think you want to do, if you want to experience Disney at this time, take advantage of these short lines well, well, it's never too. a good idea to wait, right? I mean, it's always good I- good advice to if you if you know you're ready to go, you better get it on the books. Yeah. And we know even just with previous promotions and things that are coming out that um, when they do free dining or they do a room promo, they only release a certain number of rooms. So once they're sold out, they're sold out. And I would only assume that they're also limiting the number of rooms that are sold at each one of the resorts. And with not every single resort being open as they, as they uh, open the parks back up, if you want a standard room and if you don't want to, you know, pay for a premium or a deluxe hotel, if you want to go and stay at a standard room at pop, I think that those are going to fill up very, very quickly because of the limited numbers. So I'm not so much worried about the park passes, but um, I I have some concern, not concerns, but I, I would want to get as soon as possible if you want to get a standard room at really any of the resorts, because those are the first ones to go. So as Tony pointed out here, uh, if if you are somebody who is thinking like, hey, I want to get out and go somewhere, I will add in to what Tony said, like, I trust Disney. I trust them to make the right decision. They've got a lot riding on making the right decisions and a lot riding on making the wrong, not making the wrong decisions. Um, but if you are somebody who wants to make or even discuss or consider making a, a trip yet this in 2020, it's not opening until July 9th, which as a time of recording is tomorrow. Erica, what do people need to do in order to make that that happen? So you can reach out to me. Um, I am a huge advocate, obviously, for working for a travel, working with a travel agent, even if it's not me. I, especially with everything that's going on right now, you you want that advocate in your corner. So if you have a travel agent that you know or someone that you've worked with in the past, reach out to them. I would love to work with you. Um, you can message the Facebook page here at Pixie Dust Podcast, or you can email me directly at Erica at MagicExpeditions.com. When you book a reservation with Disney, all you need is a $200 fully refundable fully refundable deposit, uh, and that will go towards your balance. So even if you're just thinking about going over Christmas time, I would say let's get it locked in tomorrow. It would take a $200 deposit that will secure your room. It will secure the park pass availability, and then you have until 30 days before arrival to make your decision if you want to continue to go or if you want to cancel or change and then you you get a full refund. So um, if you've paid half of it off or even if, you know, you only paid the $200 deposit. So tomorrow to book, all you need is a $200 fully refundable deposit to lock in your vacation. So if you are thinking you want to go and then in two months, some circumstance changes at home with a virus, or maybe you've determined that you aren't as confident closer, getting closer to the date as you were before, then you can cancel and you can get Mm -hmm. your refund as long as you do it within 30 days of your travel time. So, but you do hold your place and your entire reservation for just 200 bucks, which is refundable. Correct. And I had somebody, um, you know, it's, it's the world that we live in now that what if God forbid somebody were to get sick or something were to happen. And even before all of this, this happened, I had a family that was going that uh, four days before they left, their daughter came down with the flu. And so they're like, we're not going to go and spend all this money, but they were within the 30 day window. 
Disney moved their vacation to another, like we booked it out. I think it was a week or two after that. Uh, and we just moved everything. So there was room availability. So their whole balance, even though it was in that 30 day window, you're not going to lose it. If something they were basically to come got up and- store credit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then they just moved their trip and, and everything was fine. And we do have third party insurance that we work with um, that we could certainly give you a quote for as well that I know sometimes that peace of mind. But Disney does such a great job of their I guess, insurance policy and refund policy, especially with all of this that that has gone on um, just to kind of give you that peace of mind. Mm, yeah. Rob here says he's wa- Rob is watching on the Annie Fry YouTube page. He says, in my honest opinion, Disney is discouraging guests coming by instituting all of the restrictions, cancellations, park reservations, eliminating park hopper shows, fireworks, less guests equals less potential problems. I will agree with and, that. And less expectations. Yeah. I, They're it, lowering but, expectations yes. because they, you know, they know what a full blown Disney experience looks and feels like, and they know they can't deliver that exact thing so i do think that they highlight the negative to a certain extent because they want to lower expectations and not over promise like oh it's gonna be the same disney magic you always are used to you know and then and then people will get upset because it's not and so i think smart and honest it is smart yeah and honest right And, and and you know for somebody like tony and i who have gone tony and i are very new to our Disney passion. Both of us went for the first time with our families in 2018 and we just fell in love with it. And Tony and I both work for the same radio station and we do, uh, you know, news talk radio for a living. And it is, it's a tough world out there right now. It is not something that is relaxing to talk about. So this is, uh, this is where we get to, (laughs) I mean, I'm happy to be employed, but it's, it's rough. The radio station doesn't suck. The news sucks. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, before I I got two things before we wrap up here and I was trying to get to this before, but this is where I want to show people. Um, this is the Disney park pass availability here where you can see, um, what parks would be available for any specific day. And there's also, this is really important. There are three tiers of tickets available, ticket availability. And one of these pots of availability can, uh, fill up while the other ones don't. Because you can see here, if you were just a theme park ticket visitor, so you just wanted to buy a ticket or you had tickets that weren't used and you're trying to uh, get a park reservation for later on, obviously the 15th is when all parks are open. And if you click on the 15th, you could go to any of the parks except for, I mean, let me get this off of here. You could go to any of the parks except for uh, Hollywood Studios. So it's not as if you couldn't attend one of the parks, Annual pass holders, um, this is significantly different. You could go on the 30th, and the only place you could go is Epcot. Once you get into August, uh, there's some availability, but not all availability. But this is where you need Erica in your corner. When you go to Disney Resort Guests, once all the parks are open, you can go where you want to go, and you can do what you want to do. So as you can see here, If you are wanting to get into the parks and you're wanting to have the vacation be the way you want it to be, if you get in now with Erica and get and have that conversation started and, and, and discuss, you know, the wants and needs, as soon as you book that trip, she can walk you through how to make these park reservations yourself. It's one of the only things that you really have to do yourself. And from what I understand, that's because you have to agree to a COVID like legal, like if you get COVID, it's not our fault. Is that, is that correct, Erica? 
Yeah, you have to acknowledge a, a COVID waiver, which I think is going to be a norm for everything Every, moving everything. forward. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you have to get gas, sign a COVID waiver. Exactly. <laughs> so that's just something that I wanted to show you the difference in if, if you hear people or if you see people talking like you can't get into the park you want. If you are a Disney resort guest and, and I would highly encourage you to contact Erica, you can message the Pixie Dust podcast Facebook page. Erica will get that right away. And she's very eager to have those conversations with you and also very not pushy. Um, you will be able to have that trip uh, that you want to in the confines of the restrictions. The other thing I wanted to bring up, and Tony, you're not much of a cruiser, right? You are, you're not a cruise guy. Mm-mm. I'm not. A <laughs> so I don't really like. I don't. I don't swim in these waters, so to speak. But Christopher on one of our Facebook lives says, "When will Disney cruises be available? Are they discounting them at all from the cruise uh, scares during the pandemic?" I don't know, Erica, if you can talk at all about cruise lines, but for the people who have been, people are always saying to me, "Oh, you got to do a Disney cruise," and I'm like, "Do I? I yeah. can go to Disney World and just be fine." Yeah. So I, <laughs> you talked about. Uh, I get real emotion sickness, so uh, I don't do well on a boat. However, uh, the Disney Cruise Line is its like none other. Um, they are booking uh, sales right now. So um, for 2021, there, there is availability, um, and they have – they have released some promotions uh, just based on everything that's going on. Now with cruises, it's always best to book early. So it's the same situation kind of as this, that once the, the standard rooms book up, then the more expensive rooms kind of, you know, it, it's a tiered thing. So uh, it is definitely. <laughs> I just spilled my water on my laptop. Are we still here? Is that water? And, is that water? and that's a wrap. <laughs> And this is Pixie Dust After Dark. Yes. So cruises are available to book right now. They have postponed. Uh, Disney does have an Adventures by Disney, which is. Uh, yeah, my husband wants a, to go to Montana on, on the. Yeah. By Disney. Yeah. There, I mean, it's, it's. I've never done one, but it looks, I mean, it's Disney. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's got to be amazing. Those have been postponed. They, we haven't been able to book any of those, but cruises, um, we can look and see what, what port you want to sail out of and, and kind of go from there, but you can book now. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for right now. I would say that I am uh, going here at the end of July to Disney world with my family. My parents are joining us. Um, my parents are very healthy people and they're in their mid sixties. And I have said to them, I'm not going to continue asking them to the point where they're like, shut up, Annie, fine. We won't go. But I keep saying to them like, are you comfortable going? Like, I want to make sure that if you do this, that you are wanting to go. And they're like, yeah, we want to go. It's great. And I'm, so I'm like, all right, let's do this thing. Uh, we've got masks that we have been practicing with at home. Our kids wear masks to church and they don't have any problem with it. So I think it's going to be great. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. And you're probably going to want to make sure that you're close by the Pixie Dust podcast Facebook page, especially you, Tony, as you await the, <laughs> as, as you await our Done. report. Oh. Um, because I might try to, I don't know what my schedule is going to look like. I have this feeling we're going to have a little more time on our hands than a traditional Disney world, uh, trip, but I might do one of these podcasts actually from Disney world and, and maybe do a live where I walk folks around and you can see what you can see. So I'm going mean, to need a detailed report. <laughs> we'll, we'll do one just for you, Tony. Every day. <laughs> 
Well, thank you for joining us today, Tony. We invite you back anytime uh, you are free. We appreciate it. Hope your child who fell on the floor above you <laughs> is okay <laughs> or whatever that was. Yeah, uh, whatever that was is right. You know, I wanted to say this last thing when, when uh, Erica was talking about the resorts earlier. I, I'm just as excited about being in my resort. Yeah. Uh, the Polynesian is what my family is in love with. And the idea of, of, the Polynesian being 30% or 20%, whatever it is, the pool being only have 20% of the people in it. I mean, you're not, I'm mad. as excited about that as I am yeah. about the idea of less people in the parks. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully all the, hopefully when we start seeing all this stuff, you know, open up and, and roll out that it'll, it'll be a really positive experience. I kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards that's the way it's going to be. So yeah, it, it, like <laughs> you said, crossed. changing your expectations, but though the, there's still so much good that can come out of it. So I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Make sure you email Erica. If you have questions, Erica with a K E R I K A at magic expeditions.com with your questions. And you can also message the Facebook page as well. The pixie dust podcast, Facebook page. And please, if you haven't subscribed yet to the pixie dust podcast, you can do so on radio.com or wherever you get your podcast from Erica Murphy. Thank you. Tony Colombo. Thank you. It's always great to talk to you guys and we'll do it again real soon. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.